is your KVMR morning news update for Friday, June 2nd. I'm Steve Baker. Another PG&E fire settlement. This time, it's the Zog. But first, your regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, sunny and 79. Tonight, low 57. Saturday, 84 and sunny and up to 87 on Sunday. Sacramento today, sunny and a high of 88. Tonight, low 58. Saturday, high of 92 and sunny. And Truckee Tahoe, today, sunny and 70 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear and a low of 40. On Saturday, 74 and sunny. Placerville today, mostly sunny. A stray shower or thunderstorm is possible. High 81. Angels Camp today, 84 and mainly sunny. The Sacramento Bee is reporting a Northern California judge this week dismissing manslaughter and other criminal charges brought against Pacific Gas and Electric. That's in connection with the Zog Fire, a deadly and destructive 2020 wildfire in Shasta County as prosecutors and the utility company announced a $50 million settlement agreement. The Zog Fire ignited in September 2020 near Redding and killed four people, including an eight-year-old girl and her mother. The blaze went on to burn more than 56,000 acres and destroyed more than 200 structures in Shasta and Tehama counties. Utility company PG&E most recently faced 11 charges, including seven felony counts, four of involuntary manslaughter, and three of recklessly starting a fire. Cal Fire investigators blamed the start of the fire on a tree making contact with a PG&E power line. State regulators, following their own investigation, levied a $150 million fine against the utility company, which was finalized earlier this month. Shasta Superior Court Judge Daniel Flynn, during a Wednesday morning hearing, ruled to dismiss all charges. PG&E and Shasta County District Attorney Stephanie Bridget then announced separately Wednesday morning that the company had agreed to a $50 million civil settlement. PG&E in a news release saying that in the agreement, which is subject to court approval, the company commits to continue several initiatives to further reduce the risk of wildfires and to fund $45 million in contributions to numerous organizations dedicated to rebuilding and assisting Shasta County communities. So the organizations set to receive the $45 million include local fire departments, law enforcement agencies, and nonprofit organizations, according to PG&E. The utility company will also pay a $5 million civil penalty to the county. Locally, yesterday marked the beginning of Pride Month here in Nevada City, and last night the rainbow flag was raised over City Hall. KVMR's Julia Jim was there and brings us this report. My name is Daniela Fernandez, my pronouns are she, her, and I am vice mayor of Nevada City. On June 1st, a crowd gathered on York Street in Nevada City, awaiting the raising of the pride flag over City Hall. A number of community members spoke before the event. It was opened by Vice Mayor Daniela Fernandez. Here's what she had to say about the importance of Pride Month in Nevada County. Uh, we're about to raise the, raise the pride flag for the third time um, ever, and we're super, super excited to launch uh, LGBTQ Pride Month. It signifies the start of Pride Month. Uh, pride means a lot of things, and particularly here in Nevada City, it means something special too. Some of our forefathers of Nevada City, uh, part of uh, you know uh, David Osborne and Charles Woods, um, you know the the founders of KVMR and the Miners Foundry were a gay couple, and so they're a large part of the cultural fabric of our community. And so not only um, are we celebrating this like people are around the world, but uh, particularly our Nevada City LGBTQ history as well. 
Thanks to Julia for that report. In other local news, the Nevada County Sheriff's Office announcing Thursday that it has arrested a 39-year-old man who was wanted on multiple felony warrants from Nevada and Yuba counties. The Yuba Sutter SWAT team assisted Nevada County detectives on May 24th as they served a search warrant on a home in Oregon House and arrested Joseph Woodruff. He was booked into the Yuba County Jail on four felony Nevada County warrants in addition to offenses in Yuba County. The Nevada County warrants included battery causing serious injury, sale of meth, felon in possession of ammunition, and sex offense violations. As of Thursday, Woodruff remained in custody at the Yuba County Jail. And here's something you don't see every day. Very rare sightings of a wolverine in the eastern Sierra were confirmed Thursday by the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Images and video of the wolverine, taken in May by several people in different locations, were sent for analysis to Fish and Wildlife, which consulted with wolverine experts from the U.S. Forest Service. Two sightings were in the Inyo National Forest in Inyo and Mono Counties. A third occurred in Yosemite National Park. Daniel Gammons, an environmental scientist with State Fish and Wildlife, saying that wolverines can travel great distances, making it likely that the recent sightings are all of the same animal. Scientists documented the presence of a single wolverine in California from 2008 to 2018. That wolverine was first seen in the Truckee region. The recent detections were likely of a different wolverine, given that the animals typically live about a dozen years. Before that, the last confirmed wolverine sightings in California were in the 1920s, a century ago. Wolverines, which are in the weasel family, resemble small bears. KVMR Community Event Listings remind you the Center for Nonprofit Learning and Nevada County Fairgrounds hold Passion into Action, a free community volunteer and job fair tomorrow, this Saturday, June 3rd, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Fairgrounds Main Street Center Building, Grass Valley. Information at 530-265-5600. Birthdays today include Jerry Mathers at 75. He was Beaver in TV's Leave it to Beaver and comedian Dana Carvey turned 68 today. Thanks to KVMR news anchor Joyce Miller, KVMR content director Claudio Mendoza, and news producer Julia Jem for their help with this update. And now let's go back to your Friday morning show with your new Friday host, Lisa the Kitten.